Stealing a man's wallet is easier than you might think. The trick is to wait for just the right moment and make your move without hesitating. Not convinced? Well, okay. Imagine your target is leaning across a roulette table in Vegas when his trouser pocket gapes open. And let's pretend that you're standing beside him with a bottle of Budweiser in your hand, so that even if he feels something brush against him, he'll think nothing of it. Believe me, it only takes a second to slip your spare hand inside his pocket and whisk his wallet away. Maybe you doubt it can be that simple. Perhaps the most you'd concede is that it's possible, but only if the target is a real chump. If I tried to pull that move on you, say, you'd be sure to catch me. Well, that's an understandable reaction, but I'm afraid it's plain wrong. For starters, I'm good. And I don't mean take a punt and brazen it out good, I mean talented. Good. I mean fast, nimble, experienced good. Then there's the psychology involved. After all, I don't look like a pickpocket. I'm clean-shaven and smelling of cologne. I have on a sports jacket and smart jeans. My shoes are polished, my nails are clean, my breath is toothpaste fresh. Plus, we're in a classy venue, the Fifty-Fifty Casino, in the very heart of the Strip, across from Caesar's Palace, along from the Venetian Hotel. And we're at a high-stakes table in a high-roller area, separated from the hoi polloi by a velveteen rope and a raised plinth. You've been chatting for some time with my good friend Victoria. She's immaculately groomed and kind on the eye, and smart and witty, and a whole bunch of pleasing characteristics besides. Oh, and did I mention that we're British? What, oh, tallypip! Hardly criminals, right? So let's just settle on the idea that I'd have stolen your wallet in half the time it's taken us to get this far and that you wouldn't have come close to catching me. And hey, don't feel glum about it, because neither had the guy whose billfold I'd just lifted. He was of average height, with a cultured mane of dark Hollywood hair, a wholly artificial tan, and a keen awareness of his own minor celebrity. His name, if you can believe it, was Josh Masters, and he was the fifty-fifties resident stage illusionist. Star of the casino's second-string theatre for twelve performances a week, forty-eight weeks a year. His specialty was in making things vanish—showgirls, tigers, the stratosphere tower, his own credibility, and his capped smile and intense blue eyes gazed out from billboards and flyers all around the casino complex and the wider city beyond. My reasons for taking his wallet needn't delay us right now, but as a mystery writer by trade I should probably let you know that I'm not a complete cat so allow me to put on record that I don't make a habit out of picking people's pockets. I've done it in the past, and no doubt I'll do it again in the future, but it's nearly always as a means to a somewhat complicated end, and never for the sheer hell of it.